Welcome, everybody, to Breaking the Rules, Band of Pump Ones. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, I think we're going to get him a new mic because it's... This one sucks. Well, it's partly mic, but it's also we need to get one that's specific for your kind of voice. Yeah. So that it picks you up. But just be really stern in your words. I told him when he's, like, upset at me. I'll well, yell at you. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that loud, Sorry, though, when we I, listen I to it. It's probably not. We just did, like, three tests, and he sounded really great on the headphones. And then we, like, replay it, and it sounds horrible. And maybe it's this. Like, I told you that. Could be the, the beatbox. The second mic on it. Yeah. Connection. Anyway... We're working on it, so figuring, more to come. We will we will get something new, but I wanted to go into headlines. Go. So first headline is Jackson Brittany. Um, there's all kinds of rumors that they have split up or are separated, living in separate houses. Yes. Um. I can tell you guys, she's definitely posting from somewhere else. Now, whether that's where she's staying, I don't know the answer to that. I can say that her son is posted from there. Like, uh, her dogs are there. Like, there's <laughs> evidence of her living somewhere else. I thought you were going to say her dogs were posting from there. <laughs> Well, that too. I don't know if they have accounts, but I mean, <laughs> they could be. That was great. Um, but anyway, they like, so he goes to Canada with Schwartz and they're doing some kind of like PR shit. And all of a sudden she's posting from the house and she's posting FaceTime calls and everybody is like posting it. And is like, see, they're still together. They're not separated. They're still living in the same house. And I immediately, as a parent, mm -hmm. am going to immediately say, I don't give a fuck what's going on with you and I. Uh -huh. If you're out of town, I'm probably going to FaceTime you for our kid. Yeah. Well, if, yeah. If I, our kid is, like, younger. Yeah. So, I don't think that's evidence of anything. And she's posting in the house because, guess what? He's not there. Right. <laughs> like... I, just, I I don't think it, it shows evidence of anything. I'm not sure that there is anything that big going on, but I think there is definitely something going on. They talked about needing security for the Valley uh, reunion. Yeah, man. So, sounds crazy there. They said there were tons, there was tons of drama now. Mm -hmm. This could all be a big PR stunt. It could be. I never thought about that. To get viewers for the show. Yeah. So, I hope it's not. I hope they wouldn't um, do that. But yeah. they're also... I mean, he's also going on social media and is like, y'all are being ridiculous. We're not split up. Blah, 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 blah. Like, mm -hmm. everything's fine. I'm a different person. But there's rumors all over Reddit that mm -hmm. he went on a bender with the Toms. So, I don't know what's true and what's not. A lot of it is just a lot of rumors. And speaking of, like, I know that... Troublesome trio. Right? Yeah. Well, when they get 
two of them are single again. So yeah. Jax has the fever. Right. The fever. <laughs> the, I, I will say, like, Kristen and Luke, mm-hmm. when it comes to the James Kennedy allegations, Kristen and Luke were on um, Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. Mm-hmm. Luke called him DJ Beats Women. And then he was like, allegedly. And Kristen was like, it's not alleged. (laughs) So she corrected him. And there's a lot of like creators that are saying, well, I'm not sure that's like, that's confirming the abuse. She's Mm -hmm. confirmed the abuse in her book and on social media several times. So there's no denying her confirmation of the abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, She's made it widely known. But... Also, the people that are like, these are only allegations at this point. Everything we share is allegations. Mm -hmm. Everything. Until we know for a fact that something has gone down, it's an allegation. So most of the stuff we're sharing is things that have been shared with us or things that we're seeing on the TV Mm -hmm. that have been portrayed. They're not always true either. I'm finding that out going down the dark hole of finding out too much about your favorite show. Like, I don't I don't want to know half of what I know. Um, the other news story, and you're going to laugh at this one. You don't know this one. Oh. Oh. Katie said in an interview that the um, last season, she was supposed to have a date on screen with Matt Reif. Okay. And that he backed out at the last minute because Uh of Scandaball and everything that was going on. So, I don't know how much of that is true. Yeah. But it was crazy. The connection there. Maybe he saw how mean she was. Well, I mean, he's kind of an asshole, so... That would that would suit yeah. in your book. I I actually like Katie, um, and for the people saying that you know they can never see like Katie and Ariana and people like that, Katie has openly spoke about the abuse on social media. She has spoke, came forward. I mean, she was very close to Kristen at that time. So it's not surprising that she would be a big advocate, but she was on Twitter, like all over Twitter in 2018. If you guys look it up, December 29th, 2018. I know, I don't have my other phone in here to read it for you guys. I forgot to bring it in. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't bring mine. I sent sent the photo to that phone, but I didn't bring it in with me. Distracting me too much. (laughs) Yeah, so... We're kind of done with the headlines. Um, wait, one more. One more. Brett Kenyon was on the Real Beverly Hills podcast. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name of the podcast. I'm so awful. Because I definitely looked that up for sure. You should have read it down. I should have read it down. I'll make sure and tell you guys next episode because I don't want to feel bad. Sorry. What do you... 
you need something. I just thought maybe my volume. Can you? You want your volume turned out? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> no. Oh, he was like doing hand gestures over here, and I didn't know what he meant. <laughs> oh shit. I I can't charade right now. I I don't think it's possible. <laughs> so, um, let's go into but he was on the Real Beverly Hills and it's because his podcast is not named what his page is. So, I know him by Real Beverly Hills and I found out Brett was on his podcast and then gave his podcast a listen. Um, and uh Brett went on he is the one that James kind of acted like he didn't know last episode at oh, Sandoval's party and he definitely knows him he's been around forever he was like in the pool with Ariana in season 10 he kind of had like like a little tussle with him in the hallway or something no not during that no not that bad just oh. like he was like who the hell are you oh. blah, blah 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 and Brett was like, man, that was for TV. He kind of did a TikTok about it. But he Mm -hmm. came on here and he like dropped some tea about Lisa, LVP. Mm -hmm. He said that Bethany is not wrong about, Bethany Frankel was not wrong about some of the things she's sharing that they, they are pushing and feeding you alcohol. That she will serve trays of shots and say, hurry and drink up. We have a show to put on. I can imagine that. I can too. You know I'm not a fan. Yeah. Adore everybody that is fans of her. I mean, I have no... I have nothing against you. anybody that is a fan of hers. I'm just not. She was definitely more tolerable, it seemed, earlier seasons. I don't know. I feel like it was because she... We didn't see... She wasn't wearing her uh, misogynist flair. Yeah, that is a little bit tasteful. Sorry. Oh, that was a office space joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was good. Uh, season 11, episode 3. Yeah. You're not the queen of the group. Thanks. <laughs> um, this kind of was almost a continuance when it started. It was. Because it went right into Sandoval's birthday party where he's, like, whining to Schwartz. Mm. Yeah. But what was funny is that they he took him into the other room to complain, and then Schwartz was like, oh, no. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't start talking about Kristen in 10 years ago. And mm-hmm. poor Maya on the couch in between them was like, oh my God, I don't want to be here. And they like zoomed in on it. <laughs> I was too busy taking notes. I, wasn't, <laughs> I didn't even get to see. Uh, so what did you think about that scene? Um, let me see. If I wrote anything special. Um, no, it just seemed like he left the wedding like, pretty quickly. The bits. Yeah, and... I'm talking about. Yeah, and they kind of didn't stay in that scene for very long. No, they didn't. 
they switched right to emo night. Um, so I know I ask you guys to pay attention to emo night. It's clear anything that I was told occurred on emo night was edited out. Um, but stuff did occur on emo night. I am being told that there is a piece coming out and kind of referring back to Kristen and Luke. And whenever Kristen said, it's not alleged on the abuse. And then she said, I'll talk about it soon. We'll, we'll talk about it soon. <clears throat> I'm just going to guess that a lot of what I have told you guys and some of what, you know, reporters and whoever is gathering mm-hmm. is going to take place. And I'd say there's probably going to be an epic share on sex, love, and what else matters. So I would just pay close attention to um, her because... I think she's not going to be the only one sharing, mm. you guys. I She's not the only person that I've received some, like, I receive firsthand accounts from other people, and she's shared her firsthand account. So both of those are clearly enough for me. I don't need video proof, like some people are saying, which is insane to hear. Oh, man. Okay, but um, all of them are already there at Emo Night. Allie and James kind of arrive, and they have mm-hmm. left Sandoval's. Yeah. They arrive and tell, you know, them that they went to her house, Ariana's, yeah. and went to the party to stop by because he had reached out and asked him. Mm-hmm. Um. Sheena was pissed, but did you notice that Sheena wasn't pissed because he gave in and went and talked to Sandoval? Mm -hmm. She was pissed because Sandoval reached out to him first. Uh, I didn't pick up on that. Yes. Oh, man. She literally was like, so 14 years of friendship meant nothing to you? Like... He was going to throw tomatoes at you, but you can reach out to him. Oh, man. I remember the tomatoes part, but I must... I had my... My blinders on. Yeah. It's... That's a... That's a Sheena manipulation tactic there. <laughs> you fell for it. I'm sorry. Um, But... Ariana said, you know, he's got payroll friends... And they're all yes people. Yeah. I'm not sure she's wrong, except for I love Kyle Chan. He's great. Yeah. I feel like he's the voice of reason whenever he was whining to, um, I, I, I listened to another episode of Everybody Loves Tom. I wish mm-hmm. I had a boo button. Because I know you guys are booing me in your cars or wherever you're listening. <laughs> um, Kyle Chan was on and I really enjoy when they recap together because he is the voice of reason for Sandoval. Whenever they talked about him having the argument with James, he said, no, dude, you can't do that. You've been friends with him the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. You can't be friends with him for 10 years and then bring up something from 10 years ago and be like, you need to apologize now. 
like right. we need to have a co- we need to have a conversation about that. That's the reason this happened. Um, which is great. And I ordered a piece from Kyle Chan, and I'm really really excited about it. He gave us an amazing deal, and we are extremely thankful to him. Yeah, but I got <laughs> I got some love initials. Um, his initial and my initial so that I can wear them and it's gold and it's so pretty and I can't wait to get it. Um, so I'm so excited for that to arrive, but I also have my eye on this beautiful diamond necklace for you. And it, it's not ooh for a guy. It's not ooh diamond necklace. Yeah, it's, it's honestly about the only necklace I would wear. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. They're black diamonds. Yeah. Like beads, beads. Yeah. yeah, and it just looks so cool. So, if you guys have never checked out his site, Kyle Chan Design, you should totally check it out. Check it out. Um, and it, give him a follow, he's got some amazing pieces and some really affordable ones. I know sometimes you guys get really deterred because it is. Um, a jeweler in Hollywood or somebody who's placing jewels on stars but Mm -hmm. he's got some really affordable pieces and they're all so beautiful and handmade so yeah you find out it's not cheap when you shop at uh certain places yeah we didn't do five minutes for you either yeah it's okay (laughs) you're like it's okay okay. we don't gotta do it because i'm like so he is so buried in coffee stuff you guys but he's doing so good. Like he has his business license. He's registered. We bought a trailer. Yeah. He has the wrap started for it. That's right. Um. Oh my gosh, so much going on. <clears throat> anyway, ADHD squirrel. <laughs> Let's go back to emo night. Um. Mm-hmm. Uneventful emo night. It, it was it was an uneventful emo night. <clears throat> I can say that Lala's like, what is emo? Is it Nickelback? That was so sad. <laughs> I just, I mean, it may have been a gimmick, but I do know that she clearly knew what emo was on the after show. So she definitely jumped in or maybe she did just giggle it maybe yeah she kind of sang it like emo style uh schwartz was really really worried about um leaving sandoval but he already missed the set like sheena performed her emo version of good as gold which is better than the original so i'll give her that way better than the original but he missed it so i'm not really sure why he even cared about leaving i don't know maybe it's just a show good faith maybe i mean he's always like a, a yes person yeah like a people pleaser um i am uh, still, I, I'm still glad that he went and celebrated with Tom. 
even if after everything, mm-hmm. um, they are best friends. You don't really want to see, even in the middle of everything, like, mm-hmm. I feel Tom Schwartz is one that's going to say, you shouldn't do this, mm-hmm. even though everybody's going to be like, but he didn't, and I think he did. But you can't control what someone does. So either he, you know, goes and that should have been what he did. Should should have been what he did. He should have went and told Ariana and taken the hit from Sandoval for telling her. Mm-hmm. Because Jax always did it and everybody forgave him for it. <laughs> for like 10 fucking years he did that shit. Yeah. It's probably what he's going to do next season. It's probably why they need security because he probably spilled the beans on uh what's his name? I mean, I know we we know there was a blow up in a marriage. Mm-hmm. So, did he spill the beans on that shit? On the Valley season 1? <laughs> no, guess we'll have to tune in and see. Yeah, we will. Um he did choose, though, in that moment when they switched back to Tom at his party, he chose to complain about Rachel and the fact that it was his birthday and she never contacted him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at my party that looks like the Return of the Living Dead. It just... Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Like, it just really pisses me off because even on the after show, he was talking about how supportive he was. And they know that's not true on the after show. So why not, like, rebuttal him and fact check him and be like, well, that's not what she's saying on her podcast because she's saying that you did this, but you don't want to paint him in a bad light. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they control that narrative and I don't like that. Just let it go. Yeah. Let us know who the hell they are. We should be able to form our own opinion about shitty people. Right. I don't know. Um, then they definitely uh, go to the next day and Ariana and Katie are getting an IV at home and poor Anne is cleaning up and... I listened to Anne's podcast and Anne said the only spoof she could give is that the intro to that, whenever they zoom through, like they do like a view of the house, mm-hmm. there the swing is missing. So it is a really old picture. Like it's an old intro oh. that they're using of the house. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> So, she gives little tidbits like that. I kind of like it. Like, that kind of stuff is pretty cool whenever you're listening. And that that podcast is We Signed an NDA. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The one girl is from Nick Vial's podcast. Formerly. She's formerly from there. I know. I do, though. And I put up clips of him on the page. Uh. Katie asked Ann if she makes more when she's cleaning up. I can tell you guys that on the podcast, she was totally candid because that girl asked her, what did, like, and I, I won't say that girl anymore. I will definitely write down her name. I don't want her to think I'm, like, 
doing that. I, I wanted to say it's Meredith, but I'm not positive of that. Yeah. And so I don't want to, like, yeah. call her that and then it's wrong. And see, I did. <laughs> yeah, could be. Allegedly. Allegedly Meredith. <laughs> but anyway, she said that uh, he, it, she asked her how bad it was, and she was like, I'm pretty sure I'd get sued if I told you how bad it was. Mm. She was like deflating blow up dolls in the background while they were like filming those scenes of them on the couch getting those IVs. <laughs> Which was just Katie talking about repairing her friendship with Sheena. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I truly. Sheena's a really big pick me. I like Sheena's podcast, but I like her podcast because she's interviewing people and she's bringing light to things. Mm-hmm. She really disappointed me lately by giving a platform to what she did. I know that they had been planning that for a while and I know she likes the content and that's her cast member. So if her cast member wanted to speak out, she wanted to give her something. Mm-hmm. But I just wish she would have put a disclaimer at the end where she talked about her friend Kristen and, you know, admitted that there is women that have, you know, claimed abuse and have been valid claims. So I I just, I think it's really shitty as a friend Mm -hmm. to write it off. I mean, she wrote off Kristen's abuse, which was disgusting Mm -hmm. because they're friends or supposed friends. Um, I am glad, like I put on here, I'm glad Katie thinks that Sheena has changed. But Ariana is really, really angry. Um, she, she, angry at Schwartz. She, it, it just seems kind of harsh. Yeah. The, if you don't want to be friends with him, that's that's okay. But I feel like they were mad at Sheena because Sheena invited him to emo night. Uh. Yeah. And and I shouldn't say mad. They were disappointed in her mm-hmm. for inviting him to emo night. Like, if it's your party and he's an acquaintance or friend of yours and you want to invite him, mm-hmm. that shouldn't be frowned upon. It's your gig. Yeah. It's not about loyalty. He, it's not Tom. So it's not, you know, somebody that is directly and has directly affected you like I get you have beef with him but that doesn't have to be other people's beef and Katie is not one to have that conversation with her because that's her fucking ex-husband she's gonna fucking hype her the fuck up on this yeah like she's hyping her the fuck up on the Schwartz hate Mm -hmm. she's like in the corner with her fucking cheerleading outfit on (laughs) H A T E W H Schwartzy. <laughs> I don't know. It was funny though. Um, I will say it flips right to Lisa at pump, mm-hmm. and she's on the phone with Ken. Did we make a mistake? <laughs> I don't know. She she's starting to sound like. She's talking like the woman from the Titanic. 
Right. It's been 80 years. <laughs> Whenever she's doing scenes, <laughs> it's for sympathy. I don't know. It's weird. It's a little awkward for me. Um, but I am biased. So, where I don't, I don't particularly care. I will say, when Sandoval arrives, mm -hmm. everything she says to him is spot on in this scene. Yeah. Never heard truer words spoken. Everything she said was spot on. Mm -hmm. You have to live by those actions, though. So you have to not be an enabler, and you have to punish them. And, mm -hmm. you know, the fact of them wrongdoing after that. She does tell him that, you know, it's the right thing for him to do, for him to have humility and be humble, um, to uh, attack it, I think she said, with attrition. Um, I, I, he really got angry here and I think he was getting, yeah. he was getting super defensive at first. I think if he would, if he would not yell at everybody when he's speaking to them, they would understand a lot more mm -hmm. of what he has to say, but he was like not hearing her. He did not want to hear what she had to say. And I think it's because she's never held him accountable. Like, he's done a lot of stupid shit, and she's never held him accountable. Mm -hmm. I I could probably bet a million dollars she knew that he fucked Miami girl. She's an executive producer. I know some of them knew. Yeah. If Ariana knew, some of them knew. Yeah. It's just crazy that Sheena never knew, and that just shows you how close her and Ariana really were. No doubt. In my opinion. Yeah, no doubt. And on the after show, that's what you heard was Lala, James, and Sheena were on. And they started off and Lala was super sweet and was like, you know, she's not. I know they said that she's not the queen of the group. She is the queen of the group and she deserves to be the queen of the group. Like she had a really shitty year last year and she deserves it. Like she should be the queen of the group right now. So she kind of like gave her those props. But then... Like she said, there's three people that have never checked up on me. Mm -hmm. Tom, Sandoval, Ariana, and Katie. So she threw shade at Katie and Ariana in that moment. We know she, Tom Sandoval never checked up on her. They were never close. Mm -hmm. We knew her and Ariana were never close. But I didn't know that her and Katie had all this like beef all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Sheena jumps in. Sheena's like... She never really calls me anymore. Like, she's too busy for me. And James is like, that's how my relationship with her has always been. Surface level is what he describes. Surface level. When I see them, I say we should catch up, and then I don't see them again. Mm -hmm. That's surface, friends. Yeah, I get that vibe. Um, and Tom said, this is how she was behind doors. Behind closed doors. Yeah. She was a closed-off bitch to me. And he was pretty frank in the after show. So if you guys don't watch that, you need to check it out. It is way juicier than the episodes. Yeah, yeah it's pretty pretty good stuff. Pretty funny. Um, Tom said the same day that Sheena, Tom Sandoval, said the same day mm -hmm. that Sheena reached out to him when Ollie died, that she dropped a podcast and accused him of fucking Billy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> And he also, in the same week, mm 
had to talk Rachel off the ledge for a podcast she did with Nima Mm -hmm. from Shaw's where he just ran his mouth about her saying she told him and that, you know, Sandoval told her in the hot tub, you know, that they do threesomes and, and have an open relationship or whatever. Yeah. I think there is only some of that that's true. I honestly think Nima embellished that, you guys. I really do. I think he wanted spotlight out yeah. of the situation. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people that did and still do. So you have to be careful at what is said and what you believe. And I think that if it's said and the person that it's said about says, I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. then I'm going to choose to believe them unless there's evidence to believe otherwise. Yeah, there's usually truth to the to a rumor. To an extent. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like some kind of conversation happened that, you know, something was talked about. And mm-hmm. maybe the both of them want to take that to the grave because it puts a different timeline into place. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> Because, oh, my God, can we believe what happened for a year? (laughs) Everybody's doing these, like, Easter egg hunts into, like, a year back, two years back. I can't do it, man. It makes my my fucking head hurt. It's too much. It's too much for my brain. Mm -hmm. But I I do think that um, it's a trigger warning because he starts talking about being at his lowest point. And, you know, he needed anybody and everybody that would offer him honest loyalty and uh, a friend friendship. But he's not going to get that there. And the fact that he thinks he's going to get that in that friend group after what he did is kind of stupid. Like, that's when you start searching for new friends. Yeah, I I think they all need to kind of start picking up, like, at least... One new buddy. Yeah, one like, new buddy. Like bring a friend. Yeah. Bring a bring, friend to bring film new, day. One, yeah. Bring a friend to film day. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna need you to um, uh, bring a friend with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. If uh, you could just go ahead and come in on Saturday, three. <laughs> Bring a friend with you when you do. Yeah. Lisa is really mad because of her brother uh, committing suicide. Mm-hmm. So she definitely was angry that he didn't reach out to her and let her know that he was in that dark of a spot because she did kind of see that she f- was foreseeing that happening after the reunion. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of a, a blah for her. Yeah, it's tough, especially in the military. Yeah. Just knowing people, uh, you know, have done that. Yeah, if you guys need to talk to somebody, there are numbers shared on our Instagram. So, and the numbers are for every country. I know that we're worldwide. You know, we have a lot of listeners from, like, UK and Australia and Canada and Sweden and... Oh, my gosh, I could go on and on and on. Or where? <laughs> we love you guys. We absolutely love you guys. 
So um, there's numbers for just about every country on there. So if you need to talk to somebody or if you're the victim of domestic violence, there is numbers on there where you can reach out and it's completely anonymous and you can talk to somebody and get the help you need um, without anybody ever knowing. I know for me, that was my big thing. It was one of the reasons why I never reported my abuser is because I was really, really um, embarrassed. Yeah. First off, um, second off, I was still trying to protect that realm, like that family mm-hmm. unit. And it wasn't even that I was staying with him. Like, I didn't want to put my children's dad in jail. And it's like a weight that lays on you whenever you have children in the mix and they're so mm-hmm. much more involved. So I definitely can understand and would have loved to have been able to talk to somebody when I was just sitting somewhere and wondering what's it going to be like 10 years from now. And mm-hmm. I would have never dreamed that right now is what it's going to be like. Right. I'm proud of us. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're manifesting an amazing 2024, you guys. So help us manifest it. Send us your dreams and we'll do a dream shout out to anybody that has a dream or something they're manifesting for this year. Mm -hmm. We will give you a shout out on our TikTok or IG page. So just send it to me. I check the request all the time. So just send it. I will see the request. I will look at it. Don't think I won't because I will. I may just shout it out here. Yeah, we may. We may shout it out here, but I tell you, I feel like we have the biggest platform on TikTok. So if Mm. you want to get something out there, if you have a dream to manifest something for yourself or a business this year, just give us a shout and we will definitely do that for you. Um, The next scene is Lala and Ariana and they're shopping. They're kind of talking about James and his California sober. Yeah. Uh, I liked Ariana, or I liked Jane, or shit. I liked Lala schooling her and everyone on saying that anybody that is drinking should never be the one that tells somebody they need to stop drinking. Like, you're actively drinking, you shouldn't be the one that says that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think she's really, really in a good place. She was like, you know, I can't make him go to a meeting with me. He has to want that. He has yeah, to come absolutely. to me like they have to come to me. And I feel like she works super hard at her sobriety. Mm-hmm. And I think she deserves all the praise and all the shout out for um, how hard she works on that as a mother and um, as a player in Hollywood. Yeah. 100%. Uh, Katie and Sheena hit their mm-hmm. lunch. And of course... Sheena the fucking flip-flopper immediately is like, I regret inviting Schwartz, you know. I just wanted to include everybody, but I regret it. Yeah, that's that's the first thing I had wrote down as well. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. (laughs) It's just so shitty. I hate that. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be a flip-flopper like that. Don't do that shit. It fucking sucks. Big, uh, what did... Ariana call Sandoval's dick dirty ass dicks. Dirty ass dick. <laughs> Suck on this dick. Um, the next scene is, and 
honestly, that scene was super boring for me with Sheena and Katie. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of ass kissing back and forth because I already know there's going to be some type of like interaction with them that they end up working through, which is fine. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some type of interaction with them. And so it was just, I don't know it. it the interactions feel forced. Oh yeah. I absolutely agree. Like, that's I, why I'm saying like someone needs to like every one of them need, need to bring in a new friend. Yeah. I mean, I just, <laughs> I feel like it's Lala and Ariana shopping and then Katie and Sheena at lunch. And mm-hmm. it just feels really, really forced. It is. I agree. The next scene is Schwartz taking the dogs to Vanderpump dogs. Mm hmm. And he immediately sits down and talks to Lisa about, you know, one of his brothers who's really sick. Yeah. Excuse me. He's an alcoholic and has been to rehab several times. You guys know, I think I've shared this before, that my dad was an alcoholic most of my life, um, if not all of it. And I think it's... It's a strange balance between normalcy whenever you're fighting those demons. Mm -hmm. He said that he was jumped outside of a bar and he was never really right after that. But I, Hmm. like, and I don't want to say this because he is the victim of abuse. Mm -hmm. So I think um, anything he has to say is absolutely should be heard. But I also hate that it occurred outside of a bar. Right. I wish that, um, cause I know that they are big partiers and we're always big partiers mm-hmm. as is Schwartz. I think it was like his, his gimmick. It was most of their gimmicks, honestly, oh, yeah. was to drink and show up at club appearances. Mm-hmm. So I think that it got really, dark for him at some point and he chose you know alcohol and Lisa's like I never really understood it was that bad and he was like yeah I didn't either mm. so he is pretty sick I it, that sucks it always sucks whenever you have a loved one that close to you and they're struggling but I know that he also supports them a lot so that makes me feel bad for him too because I'm I just have a really big heart you guys so don't let that think that I go episode by episode and what I see, you're only as good as your last episode. I'm definitely very much like that when I recap these. It's not a, a grand scheme of things unless I'm talking about a bigger picture. But it did. It was like a heartwarming, a heartwarming moment. Heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> that was my brain talking over my heart, you guys. Just saying. Um the worms will be worming. But it was a heartwarming moment. Mm-hmm. It was. I think it was well edited. He did say that the bar was suffering. Mm. Um, I agreed with Lisa in this scene again. She was really honest. Yeah. She had a lot of good points. She was like, you know, you just, you need to do this, this, and this, and everything should level off. He needs to do this. And he agrees, but again, they can't control a person. And she kind of asks him to, like, be the foregoing of the group. And it cracks me up 
we went from last episode, her saying that they needed to close pump because she can't be working restaurants into her 80s, Ken and her. (laughs) Right. And this scene, she's like, I'm opening a new restaurant in Tahoe, right on the Nevada and California line. And you should be the peacemaker and invite everybody to Tahoe to this restaurant. It's like, what? 20 minutes ago, you were crying about the building going out of business. Wait, 20 minutes ago? It was 80 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm cracking myself up tonight. Oh, damn. But I will say that she was very um, forthcoming in that scene and... You know, she's very honest, Mm -hmm. but she's very stupid. And why don't I be like, listen, bitch, go do your own dirty work. I don't want to go invite everybody and be on everybody's shit list (laughs) on fucking episode three. It's It's like the the beginning of the season and there's already alliances made. (laughs) Like, no wonder James is going to draw a line in the sand at the fucking beach. There needs to be one. Different version of traitors. Oh, the next scene is See You Next Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, Schwartz is uh, sober curious. They start talking about this. They're all kind of there already. Mm Mm-hmm. And they start talking about the sober curious and Lala is so spot on for my, it's not, there's no, no such thing as sober curious. And Kristen Dowdy even dabbled in this as well. And she's like, I have a lot of sober friends. I'm not sober, but I can tell you that that just means you don't drink. Right. And that's what it means. You just don't drink. It doesn't mean you're sober because you're not sober. You're still doing blow. You're still doing mushrooms. Yeah. You're still smoking weed. You're still doing THC in some form. Dosing whatever. That's not sober. And there's no mm. such thing as sober curious. The things they're coming up with to like describe their own way of doing things. Like just right. say, that's just the me thing. Like that's just me. Like, you're definitely not sober, though. He was taking pills that he didn't even know what was inside of him. Right? <laughs> it, it cracked me up because he handed him the law on law and was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I'm not taking this shit and putting it in my body. Uh, Kyle and Tom do arrive. I... I'm glad that Kyle got him to come out. I'm not mm-hmm. sure See You Next Tuesday was the first night to come out. Probably not. I felt like, do you know on that scene on Mean Girls when Katie, Kate, Caddy walks in to the gymnasium? Mm-hmm. She's like, you know when you walk into a room and everybody stops talking because they were talking about you? I feel like that's the way it was when he was walking through the like tunnel of girls. Mm-hmm. And it was like, tunnel of like girls like young girls and it looked like they were there for the pleasure of like talking about him as he walked past which is awesome for them (laughs) i didn't 
Oh my gosh, it was crazy. It was insane. They made their own tunnel and they were like, 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 look, they were like putting their hand up to their face and like, oh my gosh, there he is. I just thought it was funny that they were like back in that that little corner. It's this little. Yeah. Booth table. Like like, by the bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, look, it's the worm. No mustache. I'm incognito. Yeah. I'm a gecko now. Uh, As soon as they walk in, Ariana writes off Kyle. Did you notice that in her confessional? No. She did. She immediately, they switched to her confessional and she was like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with him, but that's okay. I don't need to talk to you, Kyle. Screw you, Kyle. (laughs) That was so fucking great. (laughs) Oh, damn. Oh, shit. Anyway, um, Jesse does come over to the table and talk to Sandoval. And I know a lot of people are like, who the fuck's Jesse? Jesse got really sick this summer and he had a brain tumor and he had a lot of surgeries and all kinds of stuff. But he's been a friend of the group for a long time. He's one of the NPCs. I've seen him on our screen quite a few times. You probably haven't, babe, because you don't pay attention to the background. (laughs) But he's definitely been around. I can say that the way he was apologizing Mm -hmm. to Sandoval and the way that Sandoval was taking it, I can almost guess that he's maybe one of the ones that used his credit card or was a part of the cover-up for Sandoval. And hated having that burden on him. And then probably almost lost his friendship with Ariana until he, you know, or until they, whoever all of them are, because I know there's multiple, came forward and said, you know, hey, I'm really sorry. This is what I did. Blah, 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 blah. And I think that was really the truce for her. If you came to her and you were like, listen, this is what I did and I was complicit in. Mm -hmm. And she really did open up to those people. So there is, I think, a soft side of her in a sense of understanding somebody was in a tough spot. But if you're doubling down on being in that tough spot and still supporting the bad behavior, that's, I think, a line for her. Which is fine. She doesn't have to be friends with them. But she doesn't have to tell other people not to be friends with them. You don't have to be a dictator. You don't need Hitler in here. Yeah. Uh, Poor Schwartz. No doubt. He has to come down and sit and talk about the, the trip to Tahoe. And he even did a feeler. Like, he's so funny in the after show he was like I went around to other other people like ahead of time and I was like listen we should totally uh, he was like James and so he had him ready yeah. to like ask that mm-hmm. and or to like tell the group and they were immediately livid that he's inviting oh, San- Sandoval like it was a, a ground and pound a ground and pound of Schwartzy and I mean, I think it was a bad approach. I think he should have approached them individually. Yeah, you probably would have got better results that and the environment. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I wrote down Ariana. 
spit some venom at Schwartz. When she said, I wrote you out of my life a long time ago and I've been better for it. Yeah. <laughs> she doubled down on that on the after show. I mean, if somebody's like, here's her, like her experiences. This is a man who asked me to be a groomsman in his wedding. Mm-hmm. I felt I was close enough to him that if somebody was doing me that dirty, he'd have my back. He did not. Uh, anyway, it turns really badly. I think that it's definitely going to change because we know all of them go except for Katie and Lala. Or, or except for Katie and Ariana. So, all of them are going to change their mind because I saw all of them, like... That's the thing. Everybody's like, oh my God, they had to make everything so public. They posted it on social media. <laughs> Like, it wasn't paparazzi that told me that. It was their fucking social media that told me that. Yeah. Like, them riding around the airport, getting ready to board. But... Genius. (laughs) Sheena goes to the bathroom. And... She has to go by, you know, the table by the bathroom. Which... Sandy and sitting in the toilet. Yeah. (laughs) Sandy and Kyle. Poor guy. Um, he, like, wants her... I think he thought he was going to get a hug. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, can I just talk to you? And she was like, yeah, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll meet you outside. I'm not doing that in there. And so they go outside. And this is kind of the infamous conversation that paparazzi caught <clears throat> some of. <clears throat> in the... I mean, and I think it was TMZ that caught this conversation in the back alley Mm. and caught some of what they were saying to each other. Um, He really tells her that her podcast is hurting people and that he doesn't understand why she can't see that. You know, he describes to her he was in a really bad place and that she, you know, threw out rumors about him. He tells her that she put you know, Rachel in a bad place while at the mental facility because she couldn't, she couldn't get it. And so that kind of definitely makes it sound like he's trying to reason with her and let her know what place he was in when he didn't respond to her. Um, Because she immediately tells him, you know, she was hurt. But he he cra- cracks me up. He's like, you rode here on your Shania Twain. <laughs> I know, right? She's like, thanks. I was going for Y2K. Thanks <laughs> for saying that. Even though I hate your guts, thanks, because you're like the king of dress-up. Um, I just, she was definitely spot on. She also told him to be humble. Mm-hmm. And gained some humility, stopped singing about Rachel and Schwartz, which I completely agree. There would have been nothing for me to post about Sandoval because I was not picking up stupid shit that people were saying. Mm -hmm. I was only posting when he was doing outrageous things because I was like, is this really happening? Is this fucking real life? Right. Right now. Yeah. Is this shit real life? Like, 
you just can't believe somebody can really continue to throw themselves down a hole that far <clears throat> without realization stepping in. Lala is telling, um, I mean, what did you think of that scene with, I should say, what, what did you think of the scene with Sheena and Tom? Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, here we go. Sorry, I was just kind of catching up. Uh, I wrote about, um, basically her, or, I'm sorry, um, Sandoval trying to serve her a drink. Oh, yeah. yeah. Forgot about that. Right. He was like, I got you a vodka soda. And she was like, been sober for three weeks. Yeah. And he's sober. He's sober. So he says... No, he's sober at this point. Okay. He stopped drinking when Rachel went in the facility. So he's sober. He's been drinking mocktails and everything. Like, he's sober. That's why he's... That's why you see more reason in him. Mm -hmm. This is not what he was touring. Now, he did tour some after filming. I think he did a couple concerts, but he filmed before. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure. Or after. He filmed after. <laughs> he toured before. Like, in between Scandaball happening and filming, mm -hmm. he toured. Mm -hmm. Um. So, Lala is really going in on Tom and saying that, you know, he's gonna, he's going to realize at some point what a horrible person Sandoval is. And right. here's the thing. I think that he knows who Sandoval is and he accepts him for mm -hmm. who he is. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's going to be any realization there because I think he's already seen him at his lowest points. All right. There's too much history. And he's accepted all of them. So I don't think there's going to be any realization there. Mm -hmm. um, I think he'd forgive him for anything. I, I want I want somebody to look at me the way that Schwartz looks at Sandy. <laughs> What are the limits? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's about it. I don't, I mean, I had, yeah. I had some notes on here from, uh, it was like funny flashback of the past with Sandy and Sh Sheena. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where he was like, we were really good friends and I miss her. <laughs> She's my star. Stupid ex-best friend. And I love her. I love you. Stupid ex-friend. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess that's it for this week, you guys. Um, let us know. Give us a follow. Give us likes. Comment. Let us know. And... And donix and coffee. Yes. Instagram. Facebook. Check us out. Yes, please do. Give it a follow and always hit Breaking the Rules. VP, give us a follow. Yeah. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Hope we sounded better.